Hello and welcome to Small Batches. I'm your host, Adam Hawkins. In each episode, I share a small batch of software delivery education. Topics include DevOps, Lean, continuous delivery, and conversations with industry leaders. Now, let's begin today's episode. You may have heard of MIT's Beer Game. It's a management simulation that reveals profound insights about our world. Allow me to explain. The Beer Game simulates the production distribution system. It's the same kind of system responsible for producing and shipping goods in all industrial countries. In this game, it's a system for producing and distributing a single brand of beer. There are three characters in the game, the retailer, a wholesaler, and the brewery. Players only communicate to their upstream supplier. Each player's goal is to maximize their profits. This game has been played thousands of times by all types of people. The same outcome happens each time. It doesn't matter if the players are logistics experts or a group of amateur bakers. First, growing demand for beer cannot be met. Orders build up, inventories empty out, and backlogs grow. Then, suddenly orders arrive all at once just as new orders drop off. In the end, most players are sitting on huge inventories that they cannot unload. This is known as the bullwhip effect. It demonstrates how small variation in demand at the lower levels of the supply chain amplify dramatically as they move upstream. All plays of the beer game end in the bullwhip effect, irrespective to who's playing. So it's not the people who create the bullwhip effect. It's the structure of the game itself. The truly profound and different insight from this game is the way you begin to see that the system causes its own behavior. This is the fundamental realization of systems thinking. Systems thinking is a discipline for seeing holes. It's a framework for seeing inner relationships rather than things, for seeing patterns of change rather than static snapshots. Systems thinking offers a language to begin restructuring our thinking. Systems thinking is the cornerstone skill described in Peter Senge's seminal book, The Fifth Discipline. Senge describes how systems are constructed from two types of feedback loops. These feedback loops are the quanta of system architecture. These quanta may be arranged to create different system archetypes. First, the two types of feedback loops. Balancing feedback loops express goal-oriented behavior. If the goal is to cruise at 50 miles per hour, then balancing feedback will accelerate you to the point or use the brakes to slow you down. Reinforcing feedback loops act like the snowball effect. Results compound for better or worse. Both of these feedback loops may contain delays which make consequences of actions occur gradually. The fifth discipline builds multiple system archetypes from these two feedback loops. I'll highlight three that you have likely encountered, probably without even noticing it. The first is limits to growth. This is a system with one reinforcing feedback loop and one opposing balancing feedback loop. Here's an example. A dev team grows rapidly until they're limited by the need for a dedicated ops team. Second is so-called fixes that fail. 
In this system, an effective short-term fix has unintended consequences which may require the same fix. It's a balancing feedback loop connected to a reinforcing feedback loop. Here's an example. Management decides to skip software updates to save time, which leads to more complex and time-consuming software updates in the future, thus creating more time-saving pressure that originally created the first fix. Third is shifting the burden to interveners. This system has two balancing feedback loops connected to the same reinforcing feedback loop. Here's an example. Devs call ops to solve their problems. Ops solves the problems created by the skill gap. Devs increasingly call on ops to solve their problems. Over time, only ops can address problems. Once we understand these causal loops, then we can act differently. We can manage a limits to growth system by tackling the constraint. We can manage the fixes that fail systems by disregarding the short-term solutions in favor of long-term remedies. We can stop shifting the burden to interveners by making it a point to fix and teach instead of just fixing. This is the intersection of the fifth discipline and Deming's system of profound knowledge introduced in his book, The New Economics. The first part of the system of profound knowledge is appreciation for a system. That when we have a holistic understanding of the system's aim, then we can transform our actions, thus transforming ourselves and the impact on the systems we interact with. Alright, that's all for this batch. Systems thinking and the system of profound knowledge will certainly come back up again on the podcast. Here are some recommended resources until then. First is obviously The Fifth Discipline by Peter Senge. I highly recommend this book, but don't have to take my word for it. Deming himself endorses this one. The second is The New Economics by Dr. Deming. I've covered this book and Deming in previous solo episodes on the podcast and even with guest John Willis, who's the host of the Profound podcast. Last and not least is the Small Batches Slack app. I've loaded the app with the best passages from the fifth discipline and the new economics so you can digest these topics in daily increments. Plus, there's even courses coming soon. Find links to all three at smallbatches.fm slash 65. Well, I hope to have you back again for the next episode. Until then, happy shipping.